Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. So let's go to the game where you are in Houston, the Broncos and Texans. This came right down to the wire, Mike. Russell Wilson, you know, for the last few weeks, it's been about him making plays late and in the clutch. Interception at the end of the game. He threw three in this game. We just said the Colts are going to sneak in. Does that mean the good vibes for the Broncos are gone? Did their kind of renaissance season go up in flames in Houston today? I don't know if all the good vibes are gone because I think if you're a Bronco fan, the thing that you have to find solace in is that no matter what the conversation has been about Sean Payton the last two years, Sean Payton can still coach high-quality football because I don't think that team is ultra-talented. I think what he's done with Russ has been pretty good despite the three picks. I would just look at it as, in terms of the swing game you mentioned for Indianapolis about two or three minutes ago, this was a huge swing game for both Houston and Denver fighting for that 6-7 seed. The fact that the Texans won, got the tiebreaker, was big. I just think if you're Denver, you were starting from such a hole. You dug out with a five-game winning streak, but then you look at it. Now you drop to 500, and I know the Chargers aren't great, but like I'm guessing they're going to be underdogs next week in Los Angeles. I'm not 100% sure. They will be. They yeah, will they be will for be. sure. So at the Chargers, at the Lions, home pats should be a win. They got to face the Chargers twice, and they finish up at the Raiders. I just think for this team as limited as it is, this most likely knocks them out. Not definitively, but most likely. Mike, if I were on the air in Denver, and they've got some good sports talk stations there. Yes. um, You know, I would be very tempted, despite what they did in the five games, to set this game up and make this a really important game. I would be of the mindset to want to rip them on Monday. Hmm. Because I feel like they let one get away and this was a huge wasted opportunity. 
But and, Tony, how how could you say that though? In, and I I know you're about to go into it, but the Texans really had control of this game from start to finish. Well, like, but they but 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 there, there you go, right there. I mean, should Houston, if you're the Broncos, based on what these teams have invested in this season, yeah, Houston should not be a team that controls it from the get-go against you. You limited Kansas City in the two games you played against them to one touchdown. You went to Buffalo and you won. You shouldn't take a back seat to this Houston team whatsoever. And like, I just feel like what ended up happening with Denver this year is they got off to such a bad start that in season, the bar got lowered so far down for them that now a competitive loss and an end of a long winning streak, it's almost looked at like, well, hey, you know, give them a pat on the fanny. Give them credit for at least being competitive and being relevant. That wouldn't be good enough for me as a Broncos fan. Yeah, I just, I don't think the team is that, talented and that good the Texans for what it's worth Mike Pony, if you're a Broncos fan if you're gonna yes. watch the Steelers Browns and Colts potentially make the playoffs like that would kill me that would eat me up inside based yeah, on the team okay, that okay. I have agreed on the Browns and Steelers but I think like put it this way in the DVOA stats Cleveland's 11 the Texans are 12th and Denver is 22nd like as an overall team heading into these games on Sunday so I can see that my, my bigger thing with Denver would be I think it's clear that Sean Payton has raised the floor of rust to a decent level, but they can get out of, you know, some portion of that deal and kind of split the cap hits moving forward. I'm wondering if, if you're Denver, like Sean Payton really knows at this point, Russ's weaknesses and strengths. If he's going to be motivated to pull the rip cord, even though he raised that floor, just because of the, will. you don't think so? No, I don't. Hmm. Because that's going to be, they might need to restructure. I need to look into that. But like, if they're going to keep going with this, it's going to be a, a heavy investment with a quarterback that I don't think has nearly the same ceiling that he once did. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I also, Pony, real quick, I want to mention one thing about Houston on this because this, this is a big theme to me on the Texan side. The last this, – this game was not about D'Amico Ryan so much or C.J. Stroud – the last two number three overall picks in the NFL draft pony, Will Anderson today had by far his best football game. And he's played generally well. Four quarterback hits, two sacks, two tackles for loss, a pass defense. One of those led to a Derek Stingley pick, which then brings me to him real quick. The, the third overall pick back in 2022, very controversially over Sauce Gardner. That dude finally has gotten healthy. And Pony, I think he played his best football game since 2019 as a true freshman at LSU. Wow. He had one pick off the Anderson tip. And then the second one, I don't know if you saw, but was with about nine minutes to go. Sutton had beaten Jalen Petrie deep. Stingley, like completely in phase, goes up, makes the interception. It was like a teaching tape kind of play. I thought for Houston, the two guys, forget about CJ Stratton, what he's done, but the other guys they've picked at number three overall, Will Anderson and Derek Stingley won them this football game. And Tank Dell lost for the season, it looks like, which is a yes. killer That's for a big Houston because he's been so 
uh, important to them. All right, the next game is the game I had to sit through. Cardinals and Steelers. Steelers had the worst loss of the day by far. (laughs) And so the question here is, are they in trouble? You're damn right, they're in trouble. And maybe in the sense that because of the way their schedule is set up, they can still backdoor their way into the playoffs and limp their way their bleeding bloody carcass to 10 wins and make the playoffs. But what happened today to me was an indictment on Mike Tomlin and this whole idea, Mike, and maybe it's different for you because you're not in the fishbowl like I am. Yes. But this idea that he is, you know, one of these great NFL coaches who raises the level of his team and makes them competitive and relevant at all times they came out even before the pick and injury. They settled for a field goal on their opening drive. And then they did absolutely nothing after that. They had one drive where the drive where Pickett got hurt. They got to the Arizona one-yard line. Kenny was injured, his, hurt his ankle. Then they went shotgun on fourth and goal. Didn't get it on a Najee run. Yep. Allowed for Arizona to go 99 yards and score a touchdown there. That was the game. It took all of the life out of the stadium, out of them, wind out of their sails. They were never the same. They end up losing. Uh, it's a terrible look. It's probably, if you think about it, Mike, it's probably the worst loss in the NFL this season. If you think about Man, it. <laughs> you guys well, are really. <laughs> no, but like, think about in terms of who are the bad teams. Make Patriots, that, make that yes. short list. How many of them have gone on the road and won this year? The Jets won in New in the the Patriots won in New in in New York very early in the year and beat Zach Wilson. Yeah. Okay. The, who cares? The Eagles right? lost to the Jets, but that was on when the, the road. Jets were better. That was on the road, though. That was on the road. Yeah. That was on the road. Yes. The Arizona. Cardinals beat the Cowboys at in home. Arizona. Yep. I don't think any team lost a game at home. To a team this bad all year. Yeah, I can see that. Here's my counter. Mike Stafford had four touchdowns. Kyron Williams went for nine yards to carry last week against them. There were film people on Twitter who said the biggest mismatch they saw all year was Rams offense against Cardinals defense. It didn't look like two NFL teams on the field (laughs) against each other. And this team had three points. With five minutes left in the fourth quarter. I get here's what I would say to, to, to try to counter it. And I think you make you make good points that if you kind of structure it with viable NFL teams losing at home and who have they lost to, I may have a hard time going through the schedule and finding a worse particular performance. But and this is not revolutionary. Like Arizona has been, with the exception of a few games, the Cleveland game last week against the Rams, they've been largely competitive for decent portions of their games and now they have Kyler back and even though they've made some trades they lost Ertz this week like they're still going to be competitive I just I look at the Steelers and I just have a lot of isolated like random thoughts I mean it, it's hard for me because I, I I saw all the stuff from Pittsburgh today on social media I saw it and what I struggle with is okay it's so bad but they're seven and five like they're seven and five with a team that I don't think is like ultra talented. Now there are big problems like the quarterback situation. Uh, 
I don't know why your receivers are constantly in the news. Like you would think these guys are like rice in Montana. Like, why are these guys always being talked about? I know, like, dude. I, I'm pony. I am frustrated for you. And I'm not even there. Like, why are they in the news so much? What, what is this? The, the 99 Rams? Like what's going on with these and Johnson guys? celebrated a touchdown to make it a two touchdown game today. Yes. I, down, I saw down that 24, three. He's dancing in the end zone. Like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. I, I I appreciate you saying that because that makes me feel like I still have my sanity. You do. Uh, so why, why, other than just the loss, I get the feeling from you that there's something deeper here than just the individual performance that makes this so bad for Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, Mike. I mean, they've got one of the highest paid defenses in the entire NFL and they went against Arizona today. Yes. And they got worked over. So it's bad. Uh, we got to move on though before this goes off the rails and I start. <laughs> flipping out Fair. Browns and Rams. Now my take on this game might surprise you. So I have written down here, LA scored more than 30 in this game. Would you pick both one or neither to make the playoffs? So that score that we see on, on our YouTube page says 36 to 19 Rams. It I'm going to surprise. Yeah. I'm going to surprise you. I think the Browns have a better chance to make the playoffs. And I think they need to stick with uh, Flacco regardless of what happens with Thompson Robinson in concussion protocol because I think behind a better offensive line than what he had in New York or even Baltimore years ago, I think he can actually make enough plays here, Mike, to get them through a very easy schedule the rest of the way. So I actually think there's hope for the Browns despite having lost two in a row and getting kind of blown out today. Okay, so the question is both one or neither team. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking guess. the Browns even though they lost. If you put a gun to my head, I'm just I'm comparing the schedules that are left for these teams. So the Rams, before I give you an answer, the Rams have at Baltimore, Commanders, Saints, both home, at the Giants, at the 49ers. I think they'll need to win three more of those. I think Cleveland needs to win three more. They've got seven. Home Jacksonville, home Bears, at Texans, home Jets, at Bengals. I'm going to say this. I'll say – I'm going to say that – The Browns you know, are going to get gonna say 10 wins. I'm going to say both. I'm going to say both. I believe in McVay. Stafford maybe looks a little healthier. Nakua played very well. This game, by the way, was not was not truly 36-19. There was a late score in there this one. There was a late score, exactly, yeah. Um, I think your point about Flacco is a fair one. He played decently, although he had a classic Flacco like at the end of the game when they still have a chance, just like heaves the ball, you know, yep. 65 yards in the air that's picked off that you're going to get with him. But I think your your statement about going with the veteran with this offensive line over DTR is probably their best course of action. 